Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. Concerns about appearing greedy, feeling inadequate, privacy concerns, and paranoia about your own lack of financial knowledge. Those are just some of the reasons why so many people absolutely dread talking about their finances. But you know what? It's important for you to buckle down and have some of those crucial conversations with your spouse, your family, your financial planner. And we're going to have some of those conversations here on the show today. We're so glad you're here with us on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is, of course, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of those difficult conversations here on the show today. But first, Philip, I thought it might be kind of fun to talk a little bit about history because Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, first humans to set foot on the moon, over 500 million people around the world tuned in to hear the words I'm about to play for you right now. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I mean, the audio is rough, but uh, yeah, 1969, let's face it, man. It, it, it came from the moon, right? So, <laughs> you know, I'm talking to a youngster here, but I'm sure you don't remember that day. I do not show. remember that. No, I do remember sitting in front of the black and white TV. Yeah. Watching as that happened. We were all sitting around the TV watching when, yeah. when the lunar module landed on the moon. And that was... Uh, Quite the thing back then. I mean, did it did it even feel real? Did it feel like you were actually watching something real happening? That had to have been such a, a surreal thing to see this for the first time. It was kind of cool to to you know to sit there and watch and and who would have thought by now that that was a major historic event? Yeah, I don't I don't think I really thought of it as a historic no, event back then. It was just the thing you were watching. Just a, TV, just the thing yeah. I was watching. But to think now, I was literally watching my black and white TV in the in the TV room as that event occurred. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I saw something the other day. I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody had posted on social media the fact that we put a man on the moon before we thought to put wheels on luggage. I, I don't know if that's true or not. There have been some some pretty common sense things that came along after we, we put a man yeah, on well, the you moon. think about it, right? Not that many people traveled that's back true. then, right? It was Didn't expensive. You know, you had to get dressed up. You had to wear a tie and a coat when you flew. I that's mean, right. come on. Boy, things have changed. That's right. I remember my, my grandparents when they went on their 25th anniversary. I remember them dressing up and looking so nice to go on a flight to Hawaii. And now I'm like... I want stretchy pants, please. <laughs> Don't make me dress up. Oh, my goodness. How things have changed. Um, and we we talk about that all the time on this show, Philip, just how the world has changed, financial planning has changed. The only thing that stays the same is change. And I feel like that's been a pretty constant theme on this show since we've been doing this for years. Absolutely, just, yes. Oh, my goodness. There's always something new to talk about. There's there's always something going on in the world of financial planning. And one of the uh, – we'll, we'll take a step away from uh, that historical moment with the lunar landing of Apollo 11. And now I want to talk about a little bit more of a current event. Turns out, and we've talked about this before on the show, Philip, even the rich and famous make mistakes when it comes to things like financial planning and their legacy plan. And we've talked before, and I, I don't want to be 
making fun of people because these are real people, but they certainly are scenarios we can learn from. Um, It was reported that when Aretha Franklin passed away back in 2018, she died without a formal will. And then there were some documents that were found later, and three of her sons went to court disputing two documents. One was handwritten, um, naming the executor of her estate. And there was recently some, some news here. A Michigan jury found that a 2014 handwritten document is a valid will, and this was a decision in favor of Kelf and Edward Franklin. Um, and this is what Kelf Franklin had to say uh, when, when that decision came down. I think that it's a great thing. I think that uh, she'll be very happy and uh, she's proud. Yeah, so he thinks she'd be proud, and this is what he said about his brother, Ted, who was in favor of a, a different argument. No, I love my brother. I love my brother with all my heart. So kind of some rough family conversations that maybe didn't happen here in this scenario. Yeah, you know, and it, it's sad that it comes to this point mm-hmm. when it's irreparable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, once somebody passes away, these things can't be fixed. And so uh, we need to make sure that um, as painful as it can be sometimes, we need to have those conversations. We need to have those documents in place and Jen, that's one of the first things I look at when I meet with a new client is, oh, yeah. you know, do we have you know, these things, these legal documents in, in place because they're important. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about why, though, it's so important for people to get over their hangups because people do they they put this off, they procrastinate, they don't really discuss a lot of these things. And it's so important for people to get over that, especially when it comes to some of these conversations with their spouse and and their kids. There's just some important family conversations that need to be had. I'm, I'm going to say it as nice as I can, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. Unless you've been one of those people that had to be the personal representative of an estate that wasn't set up properly, it can be a nightmare. I mean, it can take people a long time to sort through everything if you haven't laid it out in a nice, neat fashion for them to get done. I've seen estates take two, three years um, to get settled because they're still trying to find stuff and and get things in the right names. And it's just, um, you know, I know you're gone and it doesn't really matter to you, but man, it can be... uh, a bitter pill for the personal representatives and the beneficiaries to walk through that scenario. So, so you mentioned this is one of the first things that you looked at um, when, when you're walking through that core retirement design with people, let's just real quickly go through um, this step as well as the other conversations that you have with people. And then we'll circle back to where estate and legacy fits into this, but just talk a little bit about that overall process. Cause this is an important thing for people to understand. It is. And and because of the importance, we really took the time to develop this process we call the core retirement design, where we look at uh, several things. But one is the the risk within somebody's portfolio. Uh, Two, we want to make sure it lines up with what their risk should be, where they are in life. And then two, tax implications of, you know, all the retirement money they have. What are they doing with it? How might they be better prepared Uh, for retirement when it comes to taxes and then income planning, because that is the crux of retirement. We need to make sure that we have enough income 
to get through retirement. So you take those three areas within our core retirement design and, uh, and, and you, we want to make sure the legal documents are going to match up with what we're trying to accomplish. 863-285-3815, by the way, that's the way you can reach Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services. That's 863-285-3815. Let's talk about where this estate or legacy planning conversation, where it does fit in to an overall retirement income strategy, because it it's one of the, the last things that a lot of us want to talk about, but really important to think about. It, it is. And one of the things that we have to address is what is our legacy planning? Mm-hmm. And and that really um, it can take two different forms. I, I meet with clients all the time that, you know, I don't care. You know, I earned it. I'm going to spend it. And if there's anything left, then the kids can have it. Um, but they need to work for theirs. Right. And so that's one uh, response I get. The other response is, is that, you know, I, I want to take care of my kids. I want to leave them as much as I can. Um, and I'll see people do without to provide wow. for their children at their death. And and I discourage that as sure. much as I can um, because that's not what it's there for. It's, it's for them to make sure they have the retirement they always dreamed of. So, I mean, that's kind of the area that we look at when we start talking about legacy planning. So when someone doesn't have some of those legacy goals, they don't plan to leave a big inheritance to their family, does that mean they have less planning needs? Or, or how might you approach that? Because if, if there are people who don't really have those types of goals, does that mean they, they don't need to think as much about planning? No, I, the plan is just different okay. in terms of what we're targeting, right? So we, we always want to make sure that on the day that somebody passes away, there's still money left. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what that day is going to be, and you don't know how long the spouse may live beyond that. So we typically will plan out to age 100. Okay. Now, I get people all the time say, well, I'm not going to make it that long. (laughs) Sure. You don't know that. Nobody knows that, right? I mean, my grandmother lived to be 100. I I had a client that passed away uh, last month that was 99 and a half years old. Wow. Um, And so we don't know how long we're going to live. So we have to plan as if we're going to live a long time because the alternative, Jen, is just not very good. Right. And, and so, yeah, so that's what we plan for. And, and as, as we talk a little bit about how easy it is to put this off, the reality is, Philip, nearly 70% of Americans are missing that written financial plan, uh, whether it's got leg- whether you have legacy goals or not. It's important to have that plan in place because people without a plan, they do tend to feel less confident about their future, wouldn't you say? Uh, absolutely. You know, I, I know a lot of folks out there are worried that, that you haven't saved enough or that you you won't even be able to retire. Now, I know that most of you don't have a written retirement income plan in place. I mean, just statistically, we, we know that's the case. And a written a retirement income plan is going to help you feel more financially stable because you'll have a plan in place. So you don't have to be one of those folks that are worried all the time about will my money last or can I even afford to retire? We have a process for helping you create that income strategy. And and we start with what we call our core retirement design. Mm -hmm. That's the process we have uh, put in place. And so if you're listening right now and you don't have an income strategy in place, which based on statistics, you you probably don't, 
I invite you to give us a call at 863-285-3815. So we can help you with a couple things. One, we want to know how you're doing on your budget. We want to uncover some of the main risk and threats that, that may be uh, encroaching upon your retirement assets. Uh, we want to help you learn about generating income in retirement and, uh, and make sure that you can keep up with the cost of living uh, as you retire. This uh, phone conversation, 30 minutes of our time, is absolutely free, no obligation. It's, it's an opportunity for you to ask questions, opportunity for us to make sure that you're on the right path for that retirement you always wanted. And if there's holes there, then we're going to point those out to you in that 30-minute conversation that we have. Um, and if hey, down the road, if we can help, we want to be there to help plug those holes, right? That's our core retirement design. Give us a call to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. The number to do that is simple, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Don't hesitate. Give us a call today. That number one more time is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Coming up next, four key questions you need to be able to answer about your retirement. The Statler Financial Radio Show continues after this. In times of volatility, the only wrong move is not making one. Call Philip and the team at Stadler Financial Services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. And each and every one of us, we're faced with questions every day, right? I'm a mom. What's for dinner? When when are we going to be there? Do I have to pick up my stuff, right? Those are questions I hear at home or maybe at work. When's the meeting? How was your day? How was your weekend? These are questions that we hear all the time. Should be pretty easy to answer, but when you're starting to consider retirement, the questions can get a little more complicated. Although, I don't know, Philip, I mean, when your kids were growing up, sometimes some of those questions that they asked 
kind of went into complicated territory, I imagine. And they and they got tired. You got tired of hearing us. Yes. Too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I think we can all relate to that. But okay, so what are some of the questions we we might want to be asking if we're getting close to retirement, or or what do you think it's important that we're asking? So I think there's a, a few. I mean, you know, the, we we titled this segment the four questions, and and I may add a one or two, you know, at the end here. But but I, I think that one of them is people ask is when can I retire? Mm-hmm. Because that's in the back of their mind all the time is, you know, when when can I do this? Mm-hmm. When when am I going to be able to? And, and I think that leads to the next question, which is, have I saved enough to be able to retire? Mm-hmm. When will my money or will my money last long enough? And then we talk about that as well. And uh, will my loved one be okay if something happens to me? Mm. So, you know, if we got a couple, if something happens to the husband, is the wife going to be okay? And I I throw in a a fifth one, and that's uh, because we hear this all the time. When should I take my Social Security? When is the best time uh, to take my Social Security? So, So those, I think, are are four plus one questions that <laughs> folks need to be addressing as they get ready and head into retirement. Yeah, so some good questions there that we need to be thinking about. And, and of course, this comes with uh, or comes from some experience of yours with hearing some of these questions from, from different people as they're preparing for retirement. So let's start to go through these, I guess, one at a time and, and figure out how to address them. Have I saved enough? I imagine that question is probably one of the very first questions that you hear from people. So how do you help them find an answer to that? Have I saved enough? Well, I think, you know, that, that's right. So have I saved enough? In in reality, Jen, that's the wrong question. Okay. Right. So, I mean, that's the way, but that's the way people think, right? Have I saved enough? Because that's what they can see in their accounts, in their 401k or their IRAs or their brokerage accounts, money in the bank. That's what they see and they wonder if that's enough. The question really needs to be, how much are you going to spend in retirement? That's what determines if you saved enough. And if, if you don't know what you're going to spend, then that can be a problem. And But it but all boils down to, right, the income planning. Yeah. Okay. Because it, whether you've saved enough or not is going to be uh, kind of discovered when we start doing the income plan and and you tell me I need $2,000 a month in money from my investments to go with my retirement, uh, Social Security, and my, my pension. Mm-hmm. And and I run the numbers. So, well, that, that, you know, that's fine and dandy, but you're going to run out of money at 75. Oof. Well, you know, that's not going to work for people. So it's that income plan that really and truly helps point to the situation of do I have enough? Have I saved enough for retirement? Because it comes down to a spending question, not really a saving question. Okay. I I think that's a very, very fair point. And as we're talking a little bit about uh, the the income piece here, as we've started looking at those numbers, figuring out what it is we need to be able to spend in retirement, as you're saying, how do we or, or how many sources of income will people typically have in retirement? Because it, it seems as if it's more common that we might have more than one source of income in retirement. And that's always great if we do, right? So yeah. typically people are going to either have Social Security, which, you know, I'm going to say probably 75, 80 percent of the folks is going to be Social Security. 
Mm-hmm. For the other folks, it's going to be a federal federal retirement, which re- kind of replaces Social Security in, in our scheme of things. Um, so that's one. And maybe, maybe you have a pension. Just depends on, you know, whether where, where you worked and if that's a possibility. Uh, so that's number two, if you're fortunate. Mm-hmm. Number three is you have to provide for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So you got that 401k that you've been putting money into. And so that's going to be where we drive income uh, for retirement. And so, you know, we look at different vehicles. We, you know, we look at um, uh, dividend portfolios, income portfolios, growth portfolios. You know, we look at at safety uh, of principle by by looking at some of different types of annuities that can can provide that safety net of, of the principle. Now, with all investments, there's there's pros and cons, right? There's, sure. you know, safety net. Maybe you've got to have it in there five, seven, 10 years. Um, on the stock market side, the portfolio side, you've got volatility that's going to hit up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we're not guaranteed the stock market is going to keep going up. So every type of vehicle has its pros and cons. And that's why we use them because they offset each other right. in that whole process. Listen, folks, these questions are the exact reason I created the core retirement design. If you haven't planned out your retirement, you don't have a written plan in place, then then you're going to have some issues when it comes time to retirement. You need to have that written retirement income plan. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. 30 minutes of my time to answer your questions and to make sure you're on the path to the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Give us a call today. Let's don't put it off any longer. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And as we are talking a little bit about, Philip, you were, you were saying, you know, that question have I saved enough is maybe not the right question. We need to be thinking about how much we're going to need to spend. Talk a little bit about for people who haven't necessarily been living off of a budget. They've been, you know, paying the bills. They're not overspending, but they haven't really sat down and created an actual official budget. Talk a little bit about that step. Is that an important part of the process here or what, what does that look like? It's a very important part. And obviously the person that can come up with that budget is going to be ahead of the person that can't. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that that B word, that budget word is just, it's just, nobody likes that word. It's lame. (laughs) It's lame. It means discipline. It means you got to track stuff. Um, Nobody likes it. And so what do we do? Well, there's two things we can look at. One is if, if folks are in that situation where they're not spending their whole paycheck, mm-hmm. then then we can look at that as well, right? We can look, here's your net pay. What percentage are you actually spending? And come up with at least a rough number that we will then add or subtract to. Okay, look, you're planning in retirement that you're going to take a trip across country. Well, it's going to add expenses when you do that. And, and so we can play off of that to a certain extent. Um, but we really, it is so much more helpful if folks can 
really and truly have an idea of what they think they're going to spend in retirement. Mm -hmm. That that's a, a big help, Jen. Well, and I imagine it's pretty eye-opening for people when they start actually going through and writing those numbers down. It's it's so easy to assume, oh, I'm probably spending this or that on groceries. And then when you actually look at the, the actual dollar amount, I imagine that could be rather eye-opening for some people. It is. You know, one of the things that I've seen, and, and lately I've had some clients and, and prospects that have done this, you know, they have one credit card. Mm-hmm that every expense that they expend goes on that card. They pay it off every month. Yep. That can be very eye-opening because I know like my American Express at the end of the year, I get this big report that tells me, you know, here's how much you spent at restaurants and here's how much you spent in food at the grocery store. And here's how much mm -hmm. you gave away to charity. Right. Um, that thing, it can help you, right? It, it can be your budgeting for you to see how you're spending money and what changes you may make in retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Just any any tools you can use to help you get a handle on that, just so you have a good idea, I, I think has got to be pretty important. You mentioned earlier that another question people have is, when do I start taking my social security? That's going to be another one of those sources of income. Talk a little bit about some of those conversations. How do we go through and, and analyze what's going on with our social security situation? So let me encourage folks now, if you've never done it or it's been a long time, and what's a long time? I'm going to say if it's been, if you're getting close to retirement 10 years out, if it's been two or three years since you got a social security statement, mm -hmm. create an account at socialsecurity.gov, ssa.gov, create an account, go get your statement, do it every year, look to see what are you going to get at 62, at 67, at 70. We take that report and we use it to determine when somebody should take Social Security through our income planning process. And so by, by using that to determine when's the best time for them to take it, I mean, there's a lot of things that come into that equation as well, right? You know, what's the longevity look like in their household, mm -hmm. uh, in their family, uh, how long their mom, dad live, their grandparents live. But the other thing that people don't think about, Jen, is as a death benefit, hmm. right? So the longer you wait, the bigger the number gets. And if something, someone passes away, the remaining spouse is going to get the highest of the two social securities. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and, and we forget that. And so that can be a huge benefit to that remaining spouse to be able to get a bigger social security payment. So we look at it from both, both avenues, right? How much income is it going to create now? What's the possibility of a survivor benefit to my remaining spouse? Should something happen to the to the main spouse and so the you know the one that made uh, made the most money i probably didn't say that right but <laughs> that made the most money so their social security is going to be higher we want to make sure that we plan properly for that person's social security benefits yeah a lot of things to be thinking about here philip talk about how all this fits in and all these conversations are are conversations that you have with people as you walk them through that core retirement design process, which again is a very customized approach for everybody that you work with. Absolutely is. You know, it's 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 tailored to their needs as we walk through the process and we start that whole core retirement design with a phone consultation. 
right? It's 30 minutes of, of my time helping you make sure that you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. You know, what do you have saved up? How much are you, do you need to spend on a regular basis? Do those numbers make sense in terms of, yes, you'll be good for retirement? How much risk do you have? Uh, you know, all those things. What plans do you have in place right now? So we'll, and then we'll ask your, you know, answer your questions that you may have. It's, it's that simple. 30 minutes, easy to schedule. All you have to do is call our office at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Hey, tell them you want to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. They'll get you right on the calendar. We'll be set to go. Number That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And, you know, having enough money to retire is one thing, but making sure it will last as long as you live, that's a whole other conversation. We'll explore that coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours. Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Statler with Statler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Now, saving money for retirement is one thing, but it's a whole different ballgame in helping make sure your money will last because the problem is you do not know how long you might live in retirement. And Philip, we've been talking about some of these important questions to be able to answer and people want to know, you know, have I saved enough and when can I retire? But, you know, once we're confident that we've saved enough money to retire and, and we'll be able to afford the things that we'd like to do in retirement, how can we help ensure that we don't end up outliving what we've saved? That is a very important question. Yes. So that's why we really put together our core retirement design because it, it really does boil down to, and we've talked about this a lot on the show over the years, is income planning. Mm -hmm. You're right. We, we need to have that income plan in place because that's what gives us the confidence to know we're going to be okay. Now, don't get me wrong. You could have an income plan. All your money's in the stock market. And it takes a nosedive and all of a sudden things change for you. 
I, I can tell you that that I, I met with somebody back, and, and we're going to talk about way back, right? Oh eight. Oh, Talking yeah. about 08, it is way back. that yeah. was the the last major decline that we had in the stock market. Mm-hmm. And um, this individual um, started out with a hefty IRA on January 1st of 2008. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a million and a half dollars. Ooh. Huge. Yeah. Right. And so he was taking out 5%. Not, I mean, that's a little more than I would recommend, but but that's what he was pulling out. Yeah. But not on a yeah, regular basis. Not like draining it. Sure. Yeah. I met with him uh, the first quarter of 2009. Mm-hmm. That IRA was down to $750,000 approximately. Oof. Right. Wow. He had not adjusted the amount of money he was pulling out mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Goodness. So because everything was in the stock market, he had nothing to help preserve that, that principle. Mm. It was just riding along. So one, if you're going to do that, which I don't recommend, but if you're going to leave everything in the stock market, you have to be willing to change how much you're taking out of that account on a regular basis, mm-hmm. right? You've got to be willing if the market's going down, guess what? You have to t- take a pay cut to make sure that that money's going to last as long as you do. Now, we don't want our clients to have to do that. So we build in within our our, our portfolios and within our income planning process, you know, we'll sprinkle in some annuities in there, index annuities that, that have that principle protected. Now, granted, I say all the time, there's pros and cons to everything. And I know annuities get a bad rap, but when you use the tool for the specific area, they do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so so we'll plug that in there to help preserve the asset. Yeah, they're not going to make a killing, but you're you're not going to lose money either. So, so we sprinkle those in uh, when we're doing our income planning. Mm-hmm. But you, you need to have that income plan in place to make sure that you're going to be comfortable with, you know, the ups and downs of what the market can do and knowing that you got some principal protected, but your income is going to be there month in, month out um, because we use really, really conservative numbers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that helps too. Our, our idea is we'd rather come in really low and say, look, this is what I think you can do. And if by some reason the markets do extremely well for a couple of years, hey, we can take a bonus or take a little extra income out down the road. Talk a little bit about, Philip, some of the conversations that you have with people about risk and, and the different types of risks that they can be exposed to for living a long time in retirement, because that we just have to be mindful of, of what our money is exposed to over the years. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I talk to people all the time that say, well, you know, I'm living off this bond portfolio. Okay. And that and that's great because the income's going to be there, but you still have a risk and that's called interest rate risk. Mm-hmm. And we have seen okay. interest rate risk be real this last 12 to 18 months, hmm. right? Because interest rates went up. I've seen bond portfolios down 10, 15, 20%. Wow. Yeah. For the year. For the 18 months. So so they're they're not, quote, the safe investment everybody wants to make them out to be. Yes, they provide the income. Mm-hmm. And when they mature, you're going to get 100% of what you paid them. However, 
you know, most of them are, are 30 years down the road before you're going to get your money. So there are some issues there that you have to be cognizant of, right? And then you've got just having money in a, in a balanced stock portfolio, you know, where you're pulling income out. Well, that can be a problem too if the market starts to decline because we saw bonds go down as well as stocks in the last, during 2022, right? That, that was the case. Um, and, and so I think that those are two risks. You, you've got investment risk uh, in the stock market. You've got interest rate risk in the bond market. Uh, you've got liquidity risk in, when you're using annuities, right? Because they, they may be a five-year or a seven-year, uh, or some people use 10 years and longer. I, I don't necessarily like those, but but they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we have a liquidity risk. So it takes using all of those tools to come up with the right plan. The issue you have is, are you working with somebody that has access to all the tools that you need? Because there's some folks that, that don't have access to the same tools. And that can be a problem because they'll try to make their tools work for your case. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to have access to everything. And, and all of this works into our core retirement design, where we help folks design that retirement they always dreamed of. All they have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815, and we'll give them 30 minutes of our time answer questions they may have to make sure they're on the path to the retirement they always dreamed of. That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services and Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. And a, a couple other issues that I want to talk about before we move on to some other topics here as we talk about some of these risks to our savings and to our income in retirement. Um, it's been reported that the average 65-year-old couple is estimated to spend more than $300,000 after taxes, of course, just on health care, not even including long-term care. So, so Philip, you look at a number like that and, and it's just, it can be very um, overwhelming to think about what are some ways to help clients plan for that and, and deal with things like those high health care costs? It can actually be overwhelming if you think about that number as a whole number mm-hmm. and and not as, you know, divide by your life expectancy, whether that's 20 years or 25 years, right? Okay. So, or, or, or 35 years. That makes that number a little bit more relevant mm-hmm. as we look at it on an annual basis. So what does that mean? That means ten to $15,000 a year. And that's a big number. Don't get me wrong. But what does that number incorporate, right? That's your Medicare premium you have to pay to the government. It's your Medicare supplement. It's your deductibles. It's all those things that play into it. And so, you know, that's where having the right income plan in place um, is a big deal. But that number, like you said, doesn't include long-term care. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, had a conversation today with um, somebody that actually uh, their parents, we've had to move dad into a a nursing home. Mm -hmm. They live in the Northeast, $400 a day. Whoa. 12 grand a month. Wow. Mm. Folks, you have to plan for that. How do you do that? You know, there's long-term care insurance, but hey, if you're already retired, that can be astronomical in cost. So what other things can you do? 
Well, there are life insurance policies that have what they call living benefits that will pay you out some money for long-term care situations. Everything comes with a cost. The one thing I, I do kind of like about the whole um, life insurance deal is that somebody's going to benefit, mm-hmm. right? If, if you need nursing home care, you're going to benefit because it's going to pay out some money. If you don't ever have to be in a nursing home, somebody, your beneficiaries are going to benefit upon your death on, on that life insurance policy. So that's an option that people need to take in consideration. Obviously, there's underwriting and other things that go into that. Um, there's also annuities that provide some long-term care benefits as well. And so there are different things that you need to make sure that that you have in your arsenal. So if you have to be in a nursing home, nursing facility, then you've got a plan in place to help cover some of that cost, Jen. As we talk a little bit about planning for things like health care, long-term care, obviously we've got to be thinking about helping make sure that we'll be okay and we've got those types of plans in place. But thinking about will my loved ones be okay, that's another huge question that people have is, okay, I've, I've thought about this for my own health care needs, but how do I make sure that my spouse or my kids or, or my loved ones will be okay after I'm gone? How do we factor that into the conversation? Well, I think that boils down to making sure that we have um, a, a plan in place. Mm-hmm. And and having no plan in place is, is a plan. <laughs> to You know, unfortunately, that, that is a plan that not planning forces you into mm-hmm. um, spending all your money. And that may not be what is in the best interest of your spouse. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's making those plans and making sure that who you're working with has those connections that can help make sure that you get to the right people, the right professionals to walk you through that should that happen down the road. So many of these conversations are so important to have. Um, and, and another piece, and I know we've talked about this uh, before on the show, but it, it is a common misconception that once we've thought about, will we be okay? Will our loved ones be okay? Estate and legacy planning. A lot of people think that these things are only for the ultra wealthy. Uh, what, what do you say to that when people aren't as interested in having some of those conversations and um, just how important it is? You know, Jen, any one of us could end up in a nursing home facility. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't just apply to the wealthy. I'm going to say it probably impacts the middle class who has a a nice little savings, you know, maybe 150 to a half million dollars. It, it may impact them even more wow. than the wealthy, right? So, So that's why I think that folks need to have some idea of how they're going to handle it should it appear in their in their lifetime and again that's why we're here to help coach our clients through those things uh, we tell our clients look we're your 911 and your 411 um, emergencies and, and you just need information about stuff that's what we're here for to help walk you through those things folks give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with our core retirement design 30-minute phone consultation absolutely no obligation on your part Again, that number is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. 
Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Now, there are some words of wisdom that just stand the test of time. And I thought it would be fun if we share some timeless advice for you to keep in mind for your retirement. Now, some of these things obviously relate to money. Some of them we might have to uh, make a bit of a stretch here, but I thought this would be kind of fun, Philip, for me to give you some quotes from some different famous people throughout our history, and I want you to talk about what this has to do with retirement planning. Ben Franklin, a penny saved is a penny earned. How do we think about that in terms of retirement planning? Obviously, just the way it's stated makes good sense, but the other part of that is, look, don't be in credit card debt. You know, don't be spending way more than you even earn from that penny. So, you know, coming into retirement with a good, vast amount of savings is going to be helpful and really make uh, planning for that retirement a little easier. Philip, as we are trying to stay on that path toward the retirement that we've dreamed of, that's what your core retirement design is all about. Talk a little bit about that process for helping people prepare for retirement. So our core retirement design helps folks design that retirement they always dreamed of by looking at several areas. One is looking at somebody's current portfolio and how much risk do they have in that portfolio on a scale of one to a hundred. And then look at them and have them look inwardly to say, okay, how much risk should we have? What is your risk number and how long longevity and all those things come into play into where that risk should be? That's one. Two, We want to look at the tax angle of retirement Mm -hmm. because one thing we know for certain is that in a couple years, 2026, taxes are going to automatically go up for you and I, the individual. So we want to have a plan in place to help offset that, to mitigate that if we can, and then help people be in a position to live a tax-free retirement. If there's any way possible they can do that, we look at that see what the possibilities are, and run that analysis. Thirdly, we do an income plan. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that what you have is going to last you throughout your lifetime and your spouse's lifetime so that there's money there no matter what happens to you. 
And whether that is leaving money for the next generation, that's up to you. But we want to make sure that you have sufficient income and are not going to outlive your money. That's our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. That number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak alongside couple more quotable quotes here in our timeless advice. Yogi Berra, the great philosopher, once said, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. Boy, can't we all relate to that one? Inflation happens, and we are very well aware of it right now Mm -hmm. with the situation we're in now. Because, you know, the 10 years before 2022, 2021, we had inflation. We're always going to have inflation. But that inflation was one and a half, maybe 3% at most. Right. And we're just coming off of inflation at 6 or 7%. And it's finally starting to tap down a little bit. But that just tells you, you have to plan for needing your portfolio to deliver more money down the road. And so we can't just set a flat amount today in your income plan and think, okay, 20 years from now, that amount is going to still be okay. Because we're going to have to deal with times of inflation, sometimes times of high inflation. And so we have to make sure that our income plan has some pivot points where it goes up to help compensate for that inflationary numbers. And we do that through our income planning process, Jen. Used to be something that we didn't think about a whole lot. Now we are very aware of it. But when we're trying to figure out if our income will last as long as we need it to last, got to be aware of the impact of inflation just eating into our purchasing power over the years. A nickel just just ain't worth a dime anymore. Nobody even thinks about a nickel anymore. All right. One more last one. This is kind of a fun one from Mark Twain, actually. He once wrote, October, this is one of the dangerous months to speculate stocks in. Now, the others are July, January, September, April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. I think maybe that's all 12 months. (laughs) All all 12 months. So, yeah. (laughs) Mark Twain trying to add a little humor to the stock market, right? Um, You know, just a a fun fact is that Mark Twain, you know, it was in in Hannibal, Missouri, and there's the Mark Twain cave. Yes, I've been there. Been there, been there. Actually, Doug Clay there. Yeah. Um, to help my mom and dad, they actually made ceramic little Mark Twains. Really? That they sold in a gift shop back 40 oh, years ago, probably, no maybe 50 idea. years ago. So what does that mean? He obviously um, knew the stock market was somewhat dangerous or could be somewhat dangerous. Um, not sure what his investment philosophy was <laughs> on top of that, but... Um, And that's why we need to have a plan. And that's the other reason not 100% of your money should be in the stock market. Right. And people say, well, my money's not in the stock market. I own this mutual fund. Folks, that mutual fund is invested in the stock market. Right. Should not have 100% of your money in the stock market, especially in retirement, Mm -hmm. especially if you're five years out from retirement. Folks, it is important that the amount of risk you are taking matches up with the risk you should be taking. And nobody out there should be 100% 
risk. And nobody should be 0% risk. There is, and that's why we run our analysis to determine where you should be on the spectrum of, of risk. And that's why we developed the core retirement design to help determine what that is, how much you should have. We look at the rule of 100, which says, hey, look, you take 100 minus your age, what's left is what should be in risk. Mm -hmm. Your age should be safe. Now, that's not a 100% surefire thing, but, but that's at least a starting point for where you should be. And again, this is why we developed the core retirement design to help people design that retirement with enough risk, but not too much risk. With enough liquidity, not all liquidity, right? Making sure that we're meeting the needs of the client and to make sure they have access to the money they need on a monthly basis. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. Absolutely no obligation on your part. We'll answer your questions. Make sure you're on the path you need to be on for the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number, 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is, again, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Remember that number, 863-285-3815. And be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip. We'll talk to you then. Have a great week. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.